Have a seat for just a moment. Tammy, would you come? As Tammy's coming up, I want her to share uh, just a, a word of prompting that God gave her this week and a passage of Scripture that goes along with it. She was sharing it with me yesterday. I sense it just resonated with me. But then the passage that she gave early this morning, the Lord, I, she gave the passage, and I, you know how we do. It's like, well, it's in Psalms, and Psalms is good. I'm sure it's a good passage. And, uh, you know, it's in the Bible. It's good. And, but I didn't really, I didn't read it. I, you know, kind of pres- assumed I knew what it said. Um, and so this morning early, the Lord said, go read that Psalm. I went and read the Psalm that the Lord had prompted her with. Do you know all five of the things that the Lord led me to lead you in prayer this morning? All five of them are in that Psalm. All five of them. So I want you to listen to what the Lord has to say this morning. I'm not sure where to stand. (laughs) Can I stand over there? (laughs) Um, What's interesting is after we spoke... I went on to social media, I confess, and I saw that Tom Kelly had posted a song by Shane and Shane, and it was Psalm 16, and it just felt like the Lord had just reaffirmed that that was, that was the right word, and get off social media. So <laughs> um, the thought that had been rolling around is um, we, we want Jesus, we want God. And when we're in here, we want him. But sometimes by the time we get to the car, we're not wanting so much. We forget the want. And we were made to want. We were made to want, and we were made for him. I mean, there's a fit that only he can do. And it's stirred up in here. It's stirred up when we gather. But a lot of times when we get out there or when we turn away, um, even from focusing on worship, it just doesn't linger. Um, So we can want, but we don't want very much. So that was the word about leaning into or asking him to help me want more, um, to make my wanter bigger, and to make it more consistent, and to keep it more focused on him. Because this is good, but I want to keep wanting in every step, in every breath, in every interaction on Palm Bay Road and Walmart, um, with family, with community. I want that want to be pure and not showy or, or don't look at me <laughs> kind of thing. I just want it to be real and authentic. Um, so what he had given me after that, those thoughts, is um, a mictum of David probably intended to record memorable thoughts. Keep and protect me, O God, for in you I have placed my trust and found refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good besides you. We're so good at wanting him when we need him, or maybe just seeing our need and having such great need that we think or we mistake it for want when we just want help. But do we want God, the sorrows, pain, and suffering of those who have chosen another God will be multiplied because of their idolatry. I will not pour out their drink offerings of blood, nor will I take their name upon my lips. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance, my cup. He is all I need. There's that need. Can he be all that I want? 
You support my lot. The boundary lines of the land have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me. I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my heart, mind, instructs me in the night. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory, my innermost self rejoices. My body too well will dwell confidently in safety, for you will not abandon me to Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures evermore. We don't want him for nothing. He is worth it, and he will not disappoint. The word that the Lord gave me all week long, it kept resonating, was in John chapter 3, verse 29 and 30. John the Baptist says, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. There is a lot of rich background to that verse that I don't, I'm not going to take the time to dig into, but he's talking about Jewish custom and it is rich in its application, but that's not our point this morning. What I want to focus on here is what he says, therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. This is John the Baptist. He said, this is what completes my joy. Notice he must increase, but I must decrease. The bridegroom in his rightful place, increasing, And John the Baptist decreasing is what filled him with joy. And the Lord seemed to cause that passage all week long to resonate. I know in my life personally, and I believe in our church as a whole, that this is a year where he's going to increase the manifestation of who he is. But at the same time, he's going to decrease us. Who we are in ourself, in our self-will, in our self-reliance, in our self-centeredness, and our self-focus. He increases, we decrease. There's an author. He's the co-founder of Desiring God, and I really am blessed by almost everything I ever read of his. John Bloom is his name. And a number of years ago, about a decade ago, at New Year, he wrote out a prayer that God led him to, and he shared it uh, with others And the Lord redirected my attention back to it. And so this morning, I'm going to walk you through these five prayers that God's had me going through. I'm going to encourage you to pray. I'm going to encourage you to present yourself before the Lord. Um, I'm going to encourage you, if you're struggling with things again, have somebody pray with you. But here's the first one. Here's our first prayer. Where we're asking God... We're, we're believing that what he wants to do is to increase my love for him. God, increase, Jesus, increase my love for you as the greatest treasure of my heart. That's the first part of the prayer. Jesus, increase my love for you as the greatest treasure of my heart. While at the same time, decreasing my love for lesser things. Because the challenge to us loving Him as the greatest treasure of our heart is our love for lesser things. And Lori, would you just play something? Mm-hmm. 
just quietly play. I want to give you a minute. This prayer is in Psalm 16 that Tammy read a moment ago. It's also in Mark 12. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You'll love your neighbors yourself. He's first. He's the greatest treasure. Every other lesser thing in its proper place. I don't know what your lesser things are, but you do. The Holy Spirit's pointing them out. Would you do an exchange right now? I give you these lesser things. In exchange, I receive a greater love for Jesus. It's just an exchange. Here's the second prayer I want to lead you through. Increase my trust in your promises. Lord, increase my trust in your promises and decrease my reliance on my own perception. Jesus, increase my trust in your promises and decrease my reliance on my own perceptions. Ask Him to do this. And if the Spirit leads you to change the wording, that's okay. There's nothing magical about the wording. Just press in to Him. I will trust in the Lord with all my heart. By His grace, I will not lean on my own understanding. Jesus, increase my passion for your reputation and decrease my passion for my own. I'm going to tell you something the Lord had me add to this prayer for me. 
Lord Jesus, I surrender all of my agendas. I surrender, willingly surrender all of my agendas. And you may need to ask Him to make you more self-aware to recognize those agendas. Jesus, may our joy be full as your, as your body, as your family. May our joy be full because this year you increase and we decrease. Again, I encourage you as we go through these, if any of these you really you hit a wall, don't hesitate to ask someone to pray with you, to pray for you. You know, one of the reasons we don't is because we're worried about our reputation. So we get to practice right away what we prayed. That's not always why we don't, but that's one of the reasons we don't. Here's the fourth prayer. Jesus, increase my faith in your power and willingness to provide all of my needs. Jesus, increase my faith to believe in your power and willingness to provide all of my needs and decrease my, my fear-fueled effort to secure my own future. Decrease my fear-fueled effort to secure my own future. Jesus, increase our faith that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Allow us to declare with David that we've never seen the righteous forsaken nor hit their seed begging bread. Lord, that you'll provide all we need. Whether it's relational need or financial need, whether it's wisdom and counsel, whether it's health and medical, you have the power and the willingness to meet our need. Give me faith to believe, to seek you first. Oh, Lord, decrease my fear-fueled effort 
to secure my own future. If as we're praying through these, God brings a specific thing to your mind, give it to Him. All right? In my times with the Lord, I have found that the most meaningful. If God brings something to mind, give it to Him. And don't argue with Him over whether you should or whether you can. Okay? Don't argue with Him over whether you should or you can. Just give it to Him. Let Him worry about the should and the can. Here's the fifth one. Lord Jesus, increase the reality, my sense of the reality, my, my awareness of the reality of the resurrection, and decrease my fear of death. Jesus, increase my awareness of the reality of the resurrection and at the same time decrease my fear of death. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. <clears throat> Folks, I believe with all of my heart that I live in greater freedom. The more and more that fear decreases as to what I can lose. If I have no fear of losing anything, that nothing I lose can compare to the reality of the resurrection, then I can live free. I don't always stay there. But man, I want to live there. just going to worship the Lord in song. You still have freedom to move. You can move and pray with one of our prayer partners. If you've jotted down something the Lord's spoken to you, maybe even as we were going through those prayers, 
something the Lord's spoken to you and you want to drop that at one of the tables, you have the freedom to do that. If you want to pray at this altar, you're free to do that. Church, I think we are often in our North American culture, we are too good at learning information and hearing truth, and we struggle with actually practicing it. I believe 2023 is a year where God takes us deeper in the practice, where He increases, because as we practice, He increases. And as we practice, we decrease.